This episode of the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast is brought to you by the Fun Astrology 101 course. If you'd like to learn the language of astrology in a fun and easy way, go to funastrology.com and check out the 101 course. It's right there on the homepage. Welcome in to another episode of Old Soul, New Soul Astrology with our teacher, instructor, and astrological wizard, Robert Glasscock. I'm just thinking of all the things that could go into that set of adjectives, but we are going to continue our conversation from the previous episode in a way about the eclipse that occurred on May 16th, 2022, this time specifically applying it to the United States Sibley chart. That's the chart that Robert uses. So if you would like to set this chart up in your own system, the time specifics are July 4th, 1776, 5.10 p.m., Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That, of course, being the time that the Declaration of Independence was believed to be signed. This is a chart that Robert has rectified over the years. We'll talk about this chart in depth in a separate episode where Robert will come in and really dissect a lot of the planetary positions and aspects that are in this chart. But for now, we're just going to presume that you can construct that chart. And if you'd like to follow along, we will also put this in the show notes. So a similar chart will be in the show notes and you can follow from there as well if you would like. So, Robert, how does this eclipse land for us in the United States? Let me put on my wizard hat. Um, all the <laughs> eclipse does is, um, is emphasize a particular moment in space-time when, the, in this case, the sun and the moon are opposite each other in conjunction with the nodes, with the moon's nodes, and they form this lunar eclipse. So it's like a snapshot of space-time. And then you take that eclipse chart and you put it around the United States birth chart to see what is it emphasizing. So, for example, right away, one of the things this this solar this lunar eclipse emphasizes is the nation's Pluto return, which means this is when transiting Pluto for the first time in our history since we were born, Pluto is returning to exactly the place it was when the nation was formed. And that happens, and this is epical. This is why we are undergoing what we are as a nation. It occurs in our second house, because that's where Pluto was in our, our national chart, in the sign of Capricorn, which is the sign of government. The house is the economy. It's money, the second house. So it shows not just a, a, a crisis, but a complete death and rebirth of our economy. This is slow. It doesn't happen in a day or a year even. But that's where we are now. So we're having extremes of inequality. We've got the 0.01% of very, very wealthy Americans and a lot of other people who can't afford food and shelter in this country. So income inequality and the economy itself is one major focus here. And it's basically, and so this affects everything from the International Monetary Fund to our own, uh, every contributor to the national economy. All of these things are structurally undergoing changes. One of the things this also relates to is the underworld. 
Pluto. Citizens United, which was passed by the Supreme Court, Citizens United basically gave permission for corporations to contribute as much money as they wish to political candidates without having to disclose the sources of their donors. So this is basically giving permission to anybody to secretly buy a government and buy a politician. So one of the things we have to confront in this nation is Citizens United and how much longer we allow that to go on because uncontrolled, it, it forms a plutocracy, which is what we have now in this country named for Pluto, which is government by corporations. So that's one thing. So that the economic crisis is slow going, but it is long. If we get involved in a war, for example, if we got involved or things escalated to involve NATO or even the world in, in some kind of war or wars, plural, how does that affect the economy and so on? So anyway, that's that's one big emphasis of this is in our second house. That's that's not only the house of the economy and money. It is the house of values, of self-worth in an individual's chart. So the self-worth of this nation is undergoing a death and it's simultaneously being reborn as something else. But what we're really looking at is the ending of a whole value system that America has clung to since its birth. These myths about ourselves, we're having to grapple with them. So we're having to grapple with what we did to indigenous Americans, for example. We're having to grapple with what we did to slaves. Still with us today, that racism, because nobody wants to admit what we did to slaves. That's one thing in this eclipse chart that's em emphasized. Another thing is Saturn in this eclipse chart is directly on top of the nation's birth moon, natal moon in Aquarius. That's not only the public, the moon in mundane astrology, it's very specifically women. And the sign of Aquarius and the planet Uranus have a lot to do with abortion. So the moon in Aquarius at birth basically shows that the mindset of this nation and, and its population tends toward Aquarianism, which is a more liberal archetype than, say, Capricorn. It's a more independent mentality than cancer, let's say. So you have a nation that likes to think of itself as the old rugged myth of the cowboy, a free, independent man, self-sustaining, tough with guns and yada, 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 but free, free and independent. No government is gonna tell me what to do. So this independent spirit, but it relates directly to the women. And here we have Saturn in Aquarius, which is the government Saturn, clamping down on women's rights. Now that third house also rules voting rights in general, the local polling places, for example. So this is one of the keys in this eclipse. Saturn is on top of the moon. That is the government trying to repress the will of the people. Between 60 and 68% of Americans are pro-choice in favor of abortion rights. 
So that's one thing that we're seeing here. And look at the backlash already just from the leak that the Supreme Courts are probably going to eliminate Roe v. Wade. Then I'm looking at a planet in this eclipse chart, Mercury, which is over in the sixth house in Gemini. And it's conjunct our natal Uranus. Now, the sixth house has a lot to do with the workforce and unions. Look what's happening at Amazon, the biggest online department store on earth. It has fought unionization tooth and nail and has lied about it. Well, one Amazon company, what I think it was in New York, has now gone union and more are beginning to. And the investigators in these, these situations have found that Amazon absolutely deliberately lied about forcing its human personnel to try to keep up with robots. And as a result of forcing them to speed up, accidents have increased. So this is going to happen consistently around the country as far as those kinds of jobs go. But something else that's happened with Mercury here in this eclipse on top of Uranus is more and more and more remote workers working at home on computers, Uranus and Gemini, that, inter, that interconnectivity through, through the Internet and, and computers. So more and more people are taking on second and third gigs, or they're becoming more self-employed or more independent contractors. And therefore, they're more independent and free, they feel. And it, it is working. So this is the mercury on top of this Uranus shows a, a kind of rise of entrepreneurs, if you will, which I love, and you do too, because we are. <laughs> you can't be self-employed and not be entrepreneurial. And second of all, the sixth house has to do with health. So we are looking at a time, and, and Mercury is very well configured in this United States chart. The, I'm talking about the eclipse Mercury, well configured in the United States chart. It's right on top of Uranus in our sixth house. We're talking about technological and scientific and medical breakthroughs, big ones, that are coming in multiples. Gemini is a multiple sign. So we can expect these, and you will see at least two. Thomas, within the next six months that are announced, medical and technological breakthroughs. Something else that's happening, we know Elon Musk is, was trying to buy Twitter for $44 billion. He's not doing it, <laughs> as it turns out. So that also is Uranus in Gemini and the internet. But it's the, the technological and medical and scientific breakthroughs are the ones that I'm really looking forward to. And that also, that same aspect with Mercury to Uranus has to do with voting machines and polls. So those are, but, but the main, the, the beneficial aspect, I mean, facet of this aspect is these scientific and medical breakthroughs, which I'm really looking forward to. Anything and to you, do with our food supply? Oi, oi, oi. You're talking about some very essential things here, food and water. We're having, a, we're having a crisis on both levels, and it's not going away. The water crisis is the huge one, because without water, you can't grow food. And we're moving, we're having to move away from an animal-based uh, diet to more of a plant-based diet. Having to. Yeah, uh, shipping, look at what's going on in the eclipse. Well, you can't see it, but I will tell you, in the eclipse chart, you have Mars, Neptune, and Jupiter, all Mars and Jupiter and Neptune are in Pisces, 
which have to do with shipping, in our fourth house, which is the house that rules the home, food, shelter, the basics, the fundamentals. It also happens to rule the Constitution of the United States, which is the foundation of it. So this whole idea of food and shelter and the staples and security are feeling very uncertain to people. And they should, because they are. Things are changing at a clip that we have never seen before. So that things like climate change and famine and arid um, droughts, they tend to spread themselves. We're losing water in the West incredibly rapidly. Uh, and this will absolutely affect. So we're having uh, the, the shipping and food shortages that you see now in grocery stores. And these things will get worse before they get better. So it's a matter of where are we focusing? And when you talk about an eclipse, are we talking about actions like you mentioned with the scientific discoveries? Are we talking about that we should be looking for certain things to occur? In other words, the eclipse is a trigger of events. Or is it more of just the punctuation of the theme building like you were talking about initially? Well, to me, these archetypes tell a story. They really do. So it's not, uh, yes, some of it is events. For example, this position of Mercury in the eclipse chart on top of our natal Uranus. Basically, the archetype says America right now, and, and, and certainly during this six-month period by the eclipse, is looking for ways to radically alter the way we work and what we do. Uranus is also robots. So robots will be taking over more and more functions that were formerly done by human beings. That's part of it. But it also, Uranus rules sciences, and particularly in the sixth house, medical sciences and technological sciences, but medical healthcare in the sixth house. So there will be what this, the, the picture here is from this eclipse, scientific breakthroughs, Mercury in Gemini, science, communications, and media breakthroughs as well. Uh, as people have access to more and more and more information so that computers working in tandem with scientists are able to process discoveries at a much faster clip than ever before in human history and to get them out there technologically. We're now building printed houses. They're beautiful. I've seen them. Printed houses. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. That's truly amazing. So that, that, that you know, cuts construction costs in half. They're very e ecologically sound. They're beautiful to look at. Uh, and they're very cost effective. So we're seeing a lot of these kinds of changes and reformations in terms of what we do in terms of vocations and how we work as a nation. And a lot of this is now computer dependent. So we can live anywhere and still work for the same company. So those are just three big emphases here. And certainly one emphasis is on, on health care in this country in this, with this emphasis on the sixth house. But over this next six months, that's, that's what you're looking at. And, of course, this times out perfectly, for example, with the Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade and Saturn over the, the nation's birth moon right here. And that's coming up in June or the next month or in July. 
Well, there's a cliffhanger, and I guess we'll have to stay around until July so that we can all get through this together. Robert, thank you very much for your insights on this. Always appreciate and the preparation that you put into doing this. I did want to give you a couple of resources for Robert. He is doing readings. If you'd like to reach out, check his website, rglasscock4site.com. That link is also in the show notes. We are going to do separate episodes on the United States chart so we can dive into this more deeply. And obviously, as important events come up in the future, we will be covering them from an astrological perspective. Now, in the next several episodes, we are going to look at the nodes of the moon, the key to our soul journey. Why am I here anyway? Astrology gives us all kinds of insights, and we will be talking about that in the upcoming episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Share this podcast with your friends. And if you're on Apple iTunes podcast and you like what we're doing, we'd love a great review. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.